0: Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy.
1: You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast.
0: Can you think of the maddest your parents ever were at you? Like, how did you royally F up? And they may have been well-deserved. Mine mine was well-deserved. We're going to do a competition over the next couple of days on the show. Like, who most royally F'd up? As a kid, and we'll say between birth and 18, 17 and a half, um, 888Kramer8. Think about that time. You're like, oh, my God, my parents got so mad at me. I'm going to rank them like the top three, and I want you to be on that call. So 888Kramer8, leave a voicemail. My dad is coming on today for his birthday, and we will share that experience with you. That I mean, it <laughs> we fought for I don't remember how long. I mean, it was so mad at me for probably at least a week over this. Uh, welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast, everybody. How are you? Uh, my name is Steve Kramer, and I made this podcast because the words my mom were texting me every single day through my divorce changed my life, and I think they can do the same for you. Some positivity, especially in this crazy time. So one day I took a, a text message my mom would send me, and I had posted on social media, and it went viral, and so I I knew it helped a lot of people, and I think it can help you too, and just hopefully put you in a better mood and be a better person, or just think about something in a different way, or I don't know see the positives I'm not a naturally positive person I'm not I have a ch- uh, I have the ability to see the see the worst in a lot of things which I'm working on through this podcast with you and hopefully you can do the same thing in this crazy time so we'll get it on in a couple seconds please don't forget to to take that survey we're doing a survey this week of the show to kind of figure out how to mold it into either a multi, day, you know, I mean, you know, a few times a week show at every day show, and it's really going to matter like your vote's going to matter a lot. So survey.certifiedmamasboy.com or you can also just go in the show notes right now and click on the link because I mean, this is uh this is like 2016 all over again, maybe the most important vote of this podcast life. So <laughs> just click on the link. Okay. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Did you like the Holly and Miguel episode from yesterday?
1: It was so much fun for me. Because it just brought back so many memories of what a crazy time that was. Um, I yeah. remember asking you, like, is this for real? <laughs>
0: I, mean- I think it's fair to say that, you know, some things in radio are staged. And I don't want to be inauthentic about that. Right. Um, but most of the wild shit that happened on that radio station, <laughs> could not we could not have made up. I mean, it just it wouldn't have been possible. Like I was talking to a friend just a couple minutes ago before we started recording, and she was like, What kind of person would call in and like want you to critique their sex tape? <laughs> like how how fired do they think they are? That like they like, you know, that's a lot of confidence. Think about that. To be publicly in front of your whole city critiqued sexually, oh like no Uh, what's wrong with you (laughs) Panama City was great for stuff like that man I always say it was like the craziest humans oh Um, so
1: funny and remember the time that I I think that was the time when you were talking about how you all used to go naked but you you went out in that speedo
0: Yeah. We did we did a bunch of stuff that we did anything. I mean, it really was, I think Miguel said it best. It was the end of like the shock jock era. It was the end of like do all the wildest stuff. I mean, we would do um we god, we we could literally do episodes upon episodes of those guys. Um we all at one point made out with each other, um or at least kissed each other because we would like set this bet with the high school uh, football teams Oh, I and so remember like
1: that
0: right like i would have one and, and holly would have one and miguel would have one and this other worked worker mandy would have one and we would all um whoever's teams scored the low are lost by the biggest margin i think the high school teams right. lost by the biggest margin those two people would have to kiss on on monday morning <laughs> Oh Oh, my gosh!
1: And Miguel, I swear, has Miguel changed one iota? I mean, he is just such a great little spirit.
0: I know he is. I miss. I mean, that's still that's still my favorite radio crew. We. I mean, it was. I know we sat there and like talked talked shit about each other (laughs) yesterday, but I mean, it really was like. A family. Talk about a family situation. Like we grew up together, you know? We were that we spent our 20s together trying to figure out life. So You
1: did. You were siblings. Y'all were having yeah. sibling quarrels. I mean, yeah. that's exactly what went through my mind when y'all were talking about that because you were all just kids and and you were all just trying to figure it out. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. But you know, I really, I love Miguel for so many reasons. But really, in Panama City at that time, I love the fact that you had a co-host that was not only black, but gay.
0: Right. And that was almost unheard of. Um, Unheard of. I mean, it was, I I mean, because keep in mind, we're like, this really super conservative city, right? Tiny little Bible city and like... I I, I don't, I've just always loved Miguel. I knew him from college and I just loved him and he loved radio so much. And I just wanted to hire him so bad. And I knew that like they would love him, but I just knew that it was also going to have some, you know, repercussions. And so we, uh, my boss at the time was like, Hey, I just, I just don't want you guys mentioning that Miguel is gay. Like, just don't mention it. Like, it just doesn't really, Mm -hmm. doesn't really matter. And I'm like, Nobody (laughs) can listen to Miguel Fuller and not know that he is gay. (laughs) <laughs> there's not one person that ever met Miguel. Like, he? he must be a straight guy. It's,
1: because no Miguel one. was comfortable in his own skin.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He didn't and feel I remember, like he had
1: to hide that.
0: Miguel was finally one day telling a dating story. And he said, he, instead of she, you know, <laughs> or, and, and we all like paused and we were like, Ugh. and literally a woman called in and she was like, did you guys just say that Miguel was gay? <laughs> And we were like, well, we didn't say it was. She's like, Do you guys think that we didn't know that Miguel was gay? Because you guys got all really awkward when when he said he instead of she. I mean, I could I mean we literally and maybe we will maybe we'll do a hundred more of these episodes with those two because we have so many wild stories. That's when radio was really at its best. I mean, um, we were free to do what we did and we did it well, and we had great ratings and great revenue and yes. because of it. So
1: And why? Why, why? Because you could be who you were, right? Yeah.
0: Well, so, I mean I mean it wasn't be who we were. It was like create the vision that we had. Like okay. I would say that was probably the fakest I've ever been in radio. Yeah. But it was the vision that I had. Like it was I it was fully hands-on. Like I yes. I knew what it was gonna take to win, yes. and I created it and we created it as a team, and it did, and so I I don't I don't know what's going to happen with radio. I don't know mm. if it's going to be. I don't know. I'm really this time around. I'm really nervous for it just because you know adver- radio um, radio is based on advertising. You don't pay for it, but they have advertisers, and obviously like, nobody is advertising right now. Mm-hmm. So it's really going to take a big hit on any kind of media that relies on advertising. You know, kind of mm-hmm. like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. I need to hear about this Kroger order because, oh, no. in case you're you're new, um, my mom is because of all this Corona stuff. She's you know taking a lot of precautions, and so you're not going to grocery stores. You're doing all of your shopping on the the Kroger or out here it's Ralph's app and you are but the last two times you've had errors and when you show up you only get like a couple snacks and you've had no food to be able to eat so last night you were supposed to go and order this big uh, birthday dinner for my dad and did you actually get there and everything was actually right now?
1: So when I first got there I called and and they answered the phone and said hi Miss Nancy
0: Oh they know you now? <laughs> How do they know you?
1: Because I've called I mean- so many times to check on my order.
0: Wow.
2: <laughs>
1: to be sure yeah, it's going a to lot. be there.
2: <laughs> wow. So okay. it's
1: like, oh, yeah, hi. I'm in space number two. Remember to come to my – gate and talk to me not to my window. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh gosh oh, so, Lord.
1: <laughs> so they finally come out and then they they, t- they start telling me the things they didn't have. Well, they didn't have five things out of like 40 plus things that I'd ordered right because I did a major major download on things I needed right. because I'd messed up so much the times before. and one of them was carrots. So okay. what was I making for dad's birthday cake? Carrot oh, cake. Carrot
0: cake. Oh. So man.
1: No carrot cake, but he got over it. He's fine. He's fine. The the piece he really wanted was the steak. And the steak was there and it was and it was great. So he's happy. I'm happy. We were missing a few things, but I came but hey, straight home and placed another order. I'm going again on Saturday, and I think I'm finally
0: figured it out
1: this down yes well, that's 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 good 67 <laughs> years old and
0: you're figuring it out we uh so Today's show is going to be a little out of order because I actually recorded with my dad yesterday on his birthday. But the Holly Miguel episode that that guy Kramer reunion show was so long that I didn't want to add any more else to it, so uh, I saved it for today. So we'll get him on here in a couple seconds for that. Yes. But um, so last night we actually did a uh, Google Hangout with my dad, and it's I just I have to just know that anytime there's going to be technology involved, it's just gonna it's just going to be a mess for at least a couple of minutes till we get it figured out. I have to like, build that time in to whatever i'm doing with you guys because you're just you're just old people now you know and so last night we we get on there and like we couldn't see my dad like we could kind of we could hear him and we couldn't see him and i tried to actually record this on my phone um this whole experience but it didn't record the sound so i can't really play it back um but he would be like, "Wait, what?" And then, like, then we could like see him, but we couldn't hear him. He was like, he was trying to adjust the camera on and off button and the mic on and off button, but he couldn't do both at the same time. So we either hear him or see him, hear him or see him. Then we couldn't do either. And then he wasn't there. Then he'd be there, and then he wouldn't be there. And that took probably what two, three minutes of just trying. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, yeah. At
1: least, oh, but yeah. you know what was so fun about that is we all laughed so hard. Yeah, I mean, laughter is such. Good medicine. Yeah. It's such good medicine. I mean, wow. it, I mean, it was just fun to laugh, and we have to laugh. We have to laugh at ourselves, first and foremost, and, and we're pretty like, good at do that. You-
0: do you like know that you're an old person in moments like that, like when you screw up the Kroger app, which uh, you know oh, I yeah. could probably go on and, and do pretty easily. Are you kind of like, damn it, I'm old? Oh, like yeah. Do you, do you accept that, or are you just like, oh man, this technology is stupid?
1: Oh no, no, you know, except that I did argue with a Kroger app thing. <laughs> but no, God, I
0: know you by I mean, name.
1: No, technology is not our thing because we just we haven't had the necessity to keep up with it, right? Hasn't yeah. been a necessary part of our lives right. um, since we retired. Especially, I, I was a little bit better before I retired, but I must admit, yeah, we're we're kind of challenged. I wish you could have heard the conversation today with your dad and Uncle Rick. Oh my God, he was trying so to.
0: Oh, he was. Uncle try- Rick is my dad's just friend, right? <laughs> right? We just called him uncle, but he's not really related to us. Why well, do we? Why do we call him that? Why was? What was the reason? We don't call like anybody a, else in our lives
1: he was like an uncle. He's Brian's godfather.
0: Okay. Um, but my brother. Yes.
1: Yeah, so he was, I mean, he was like an uncle to you all. And, and he was around a lot when y'all were younger. But oh my God, he was trying to, to get the app for podcast, first of all. Oh, yeah?
2: <laughs> and then he
1: was trying to find e- your podcast. It went on, I'm not kidding, for 20 minutes. And <laughs> Jim was yelling at me and I thought I had explained it pretty well before I left the room and then he's yelling what? Nancy come in here like he can't find the app and I was like you've got to go to the app store first
0: he's <laughs> so like we can't go to the store right now we we're can't. not allowed to we
1: can't get on
0: the app it's store. probably closed <laughs> oh, it's not an essential business <laughs>
1: It was a riot. It was a riot. So yes, we know that we're not up with technology, but we're okay
0: with it. I just don't know, like when I'm gonna know that I'm like an old person. Like when (laughs) when do I accept that? They always said that. Like um, I heard, I think it was maybe Gina that told me this. That like the first time that guys accept they're getting old is when they. Go out to like the clubs or whatever, and like a younger girl calls them old. Like that's like your first like, ugh, like I'm aging state. You know, oh, I thought um, was,
1: I thought you were going to say when you started losing your hair.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I know, I know. I don't even want to think about that right now. It's like the one thing that's holding in there in my life right now. So I'm just. <laughs> It's I don't want to disturb fine, honey.
1: it. It's fine. I know.
0: I know. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Um, I want to read this quote to you. I'll, I'll have a quote today. It's not a quote. It's actually a tweet I want to read to you. Okay. And I want to know if you can, if, you, if this is, is true for you or not, because, okay. you know, obviously the main thing that we're talking about right now is the coronavirus, because right. it's just, I mean, it's everything. Okay. And um, I saw this tweet and I thought it was so true. And I want to see if you feel the same way. Uh, it says the quarantine, the quarantine, state of mind is having three solid days where you feel pretty well adjusted, followed by a sudden unexpected dip into what we call the hell zone. The hell zone is an anxious, semi-agitated state where you just sort of are just sort of off for the whole entire day and time flows like you're waiting through chili and your hell zone will never sync up with other people's hell zones. And that'll always make you feel weird and stressed out. Absolutely.
1: I had a hell zone day on Monday, remember?
0: Is that when, is that when you wanted to come on and apologize?
1: Uh, yes. Remember I told you? <laughs> I, forget. I, told we, we, I don't
0: remember what episode it was. It was probably two or three episodes mm-hmm. ago now. Yes. Uh, and my mom my mom's like, oh, my God, I just feel terrible <laughs> today.
1: It's when we were talking about all the Georgia businesses opening on Friday. Right. And I was talking about how crazy that was. And I felt, I felt mean that day. I woke up. First of all, I slept too long. Like I slept two hours longer than I normally do, so when I woke up, I was kind of out of kilter. So I was all off my schedule for the day, right? Right. And, and I just—I was out of sync. I was just not myself. So yeah. So I think we just need to go with those days because this is hard. This is
0: hard. Because I've had, I, yeah, I I really like, you know, I think if you listen to the podcast, yesterday was a great day, mm-hmm. like getting together with friends and like laughing, like we mm-hmm. laughed so much mm-hmm. and like reminisced of like good times, right? Mm-hmm. Like when we, even like, even like the bad times somehow turned into like good times, being able to look back and laugh at how stupid all that was. Yes. um, And there was something really powerful about, about doing that. I think it's probably the equivalent of your uh like zoom meetings or whatever right? or you, your happy hours and all that stuff but, you know digital right. happy hours it's like it's almost like it's a necessity yes. for us I, i'm using facetime more than ever i used to hate facetime <laughs> and you know i still don't like when people call me unannounced on facetime but like an announced Facetime now, just to like see somebody else is really really positive for you know, me. But I'll do the same thing. Where I'll dip, I'll dip for like a couple of days. Yes, you know, and then I'm like kind of back, and I'm like, this is fine, this is fine. Like I'll be okay. Then I'm like, oh, like out of nowhere, I'm just kind of like freaking out again.
1: You know, on those bad days, call an old friend and just laugh, right. just laugh. I mean, just right. laugh and connect and. I mean, it's just so important that we stay
0: connected. Yeah, it's helpful for sure. It is. Okay. All right. Well, I love you. And right after the break, I'm going to get my dad on here for the maddest he ever was at me. I mean, this was like a (laughs) huge, huge blow up. I don't think we talked for days after this. Yeah, I I don't, it was wild. Uh, Next on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast, Mom, I love you. Love you forever. I want you to call me up with the time your parents got the maddest at you. And I, what I want to do is I want to put these in order in the next couple of episodes of like, who effed up the biggest as a kid? Like, what did you do to really royally eff up? And my dad's on today because I I want start, to start with you. Um, and this will be like our baseline. Who can beat this story? Like, really effing up and your parents getting mad. We're going to go all the way to Dawsonville, Georgia now. It's about an hour north, an e- hour and a half maybe, northeast of Atlanta. And uh, you can picture it in your head right now. It's like this big lake, and uh, it's a bunch of, you know, good old country people up there. And even though my mom and dad live in the same household, for some reason my dad gets country music, gets redneck music behind him. And today's a big day, right? Happy birthday to me. Happy <laughs> birthday, hey! <laughs> Happy
3: birthday! Happy
0: birthday <laughs> to me! What are you, seventy-two?
3: Uh, all day long, baby.
0: Yeah, you made it, seventy-two. Yes,
3: sir. Still dancing.
0: Yeah, that's a big deal. Mom said that you uh, that you shaved and you got all <laughs> uh, you cut your own hair and got prepared for this uh, this podcast. There you
3: go. And then she told me that nobody's gonna see me. I was really sad.
0: <laughs> anything out of the blue for your birthday today. <laughs> uh hmm,
3: Good question. Good tough question. Why <laughs> you throw me the hot ones? Why don't you give those to your your mother?
0: Uh. <laughs> uh. The reason I want to bring you on today is because I want to talk about the maddest you ever got at me, and it had to do with of all things, cutting the grass. Um. And we didn't have like a lot of issues. My dad and I, we we got along pretty well. You you were tough at times. But the maddest I can ever remember was you. Got so mad when I effed up the yard. Uh, so every week, my dad, when I mean, I've talked about some previous very podcasts. very important, very important. You would pay, you would pay me um, fifty dollars. Was it per week or was it every other week to actually uh, cut the grass, which was almost uh, an acre.
3: Well, it has to be every week, in, you know, in the south in the summer because it grows so fast. Yeah.
0: So it was like, it was, that was a lot of money. That's $200 a month, right? right. But I'll tell you, he was the most particular uh, <laughs> customer that anybody could ever have. Uh, had to be done a certain day and a certain time a certain way. But I think the maddest you ever got at me was always because of the grass. And I'm not sure which, which story you want to tell, but which one pops in your head at the time you got the maddest? Well,
3: I, I remember asking you to cut the grass and, and thinking as I pulled out of the driveway, I wonder what and when and what I'm going to see when I got home. And as I come, as I came back down the street, driving towards the house, I looked down there and I said, "I said, oh God, Nancy was in the house. I said, Oh God, she said, "What's wrong?" I said, "He has scalped my yard, <laughs> and you had your headphones on, just to bopping down and through there, and uh, you had forgotten to raise the blade on the lawnmower from last year when we scalp it at the end of the year, and so <laughs> you cut the cut the grass down on the ground."
0: <laughs> I, like ruin the yard yep. <laughs> and you were so mad I remember how mad you were you were so mad because I had like ruined the whole thing Sorry. I mean you and you should have been for that price yeah, you I was paying good probably money. should have I should have just fired perfection. you and, and, yeah.
3: and got good labor at, at $50 you know a time you probably you
0: probably could have hey, it, hey it's good have.
3: that you finally brought me back I figured I'm the smartest obviously the, the most experienced person in this house though and you finally brought me back thank you
0: no, people people like it when you're on. People, I don't remember what we talked about last time, but they thought it was they thought it was really funny. What want to talk about the stories do you remember? I'll oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not Vietnam. Right. There may not be the, okay. the brightest of stories out of there. No. Uh, but like, what else do you do? Any other childhood stories you remember that were funny? I mean, I know it's your birthday, but we're gonna talk about me. Um, that you remember about like it was when it was like a pain in the ass to be to be my dad. Yeah.
3: Well, this is not a big deal. It just popped in my mind. Of course, you, of course you had your, your business. when you started your, uh, DJ business, you know, I guess what, uh, right. What, where,
0: what grade was that? I was, I think I was 16, maybe 15 or 16. And me and my buddy, um, had started our own DJ business, but DJ business back in the day, you got to remember they didn't have the computers and all the technology. We had so much equipment that we had, uh, you know, massive CD collections and, uh, you know, just heavy ass mixers and, and amplifiers. And it wasn't like it is nowadays. So this was like, imagine two 16 year olds, um, running a somewhat successful business. Yeah. I mean, we
3: had gigs yeah. like
0: a lot. But running on like a shoestring budget, though, like we didn't invest much into it, right. we had this old shitty equipment that we were trying to just keep working.
3: Yeah, and I remember the day that you went went out of there real proud, and you were going way over, I guess, close to Roswell or somewhere over there. And I get this call later, and I always, I always, say, oh God, and the phone rang. I said, oh, this is going to be trouble. And you said, would you bring me something that you had forgotten, which was pretty normal. Yeah. And oh my God, it was a long
0: way. It was traffic. And well. It was right. I remember it was I because I started working for this other woman who ran these singles parties, but they weren't don't think like (laughs) like Vegas Club. I mean, this was like this was like maybe 50s plus 60s plus. I mean, it was all like really old people, but like singles dances. And so that was kind of her clientele, but it was good money. I mean, it was like 150 bucks for like the night and I would go and host her parties. And this one was New Year's Eve. And it was like this massive New Year's Eve, old people, singles party. And yeah, it was probably, how far away was it? Maybe an hour, 45 minutes, something like far away. It turned out
3: to be an hour, I think, because of all the traffic. And I was, you know, I don't know. I was just really uh, hot about it. I wanted to get back to dinner or something. Yeah. And
0: I, so I got there and there was a cable that I had forgotten. I don't remember like which one it was probably a speaker cable or something. And so it would actually physically be impossible for me to entertain these old (laughs) singles. If I didn't have this cable. So my dad on new year's Eve had to drive this cable an hour and then an hour back so that I could do my, do my parties. So, uh, 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 there's another party
3: popped in real quick. Uh, this, this, I was talking, I was in the grocery store and the neighbor came up, lived two houses down. She says, uh, uh, you won't believe what happened to me this last, last week. I said, what's that last weekend? I said, what? She said, I wanted to throw this, uh, this party for my husband. So I went out and got a professional, what I thought to be a professional group. You know, it's going to pay a lot of money, but I wanted it because, know, I don't know, it was 60th, 50th bir- uh, birthday. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Stephen comes in there with his, <laughs> you know, comes in with his buddy down the street. And, you know, but, but she said they loved it. By the end of the night, you know, they're all drinking, yeah. all these women, and they loved it.
0: That was the weirdest party too because, yeah, so you have to imagine she hires this company thinking it's going to be these professionals, these two 16-year-olds. <laughs> I think we actually, if I remember correctly, we just wheeled the equipment down the street. Yeah. Like we didn't put it in the car or anything. No, you didn't have to. You didn't have to because- Put it on the dolly and just drug it down there. <laughs> you were two, two houses uh, from it. Yeah, so that was it. And uh, that party was wild though because I remember because they, keep in mind, like they're expecting to hire these like professionals and it's us. But once they start drinking and I don't remember what happened, but like all I remember is like Dan, who was my buddy at the time, started like stripping. Like, oh, no. he like took his shirt off no, and like always no. like, older no women were like there. All You were over having him. fun.
3: Okay. Man, <laughs> I know why she was so excited about, about the whole thing.
0: Yeah, that was it was always weird after that. I was like, we can't really make eye contact with one another because it was just we've had we've heard moms Uh, um, explanation of what I was like as a kid, but I want yours because mom's much more patient. So what was your expectation of of raising me and what I was like back in the day?
3: Wow. That's a tough one. Uh, That's real tough. Uh, You were very energetic. Uh, uh, you know, I, I remember the time when Christmas you dressed up, uh, I guess like Santa Claus, I don't know what you were You know, running around and, you know, in a box, somebody's pulling you in a box or something. You always were, you know, you were always performing.
0: It was always a show. Everything was always a always
3: show. A show. And of course you had your yeah. brother who's pretty, uh, uh, straight laced and, and serious, you know, and, you know, I'd tell him go out and, you know, climb a mountain and he would. I'd you to go out to the mailbox and I don't know where you ended up, but you didn't get the mail. So, I mean, you know, you were, you were so different from your brother. Uh, so I'm just glad we had Nancy because she, <laughs> she seemed to understand you better than I did then. Really.
0: I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. And I As, yeah, appreciate you more than have come to accept that. It's always going to be a show. So you're either going to be on the show or you're not. It's your choice. Well, you know, it's really
3: it, in in my mind. I was thinking accountant lawyer,
0: you know, <laughs> no no, you weren't there was no you there's no way you thought that i was going to be something like thinking about
3: what i wanted you to be right right and then when uh, i said and then you know you started this dj stuff i said yeah i I might as well let go of this because he's going to go that way and 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 it's and it's and it's been good for you wow you've done really well. well
0: well you um yeah you i remember when i I think you were the first people I talked to about going to Panama City. You know, yesterday on the show, we played the Holly Miguel um, reunion show. And you were one of the first people that encouraged me to like go for it. I was really scared to like, you know, I think they were going to give me $1,000. And I was going to get a, you know, a, a haul truck and take my stuff over to Panama City. And I was scared shitless. and I know, I didn't you, have anybody to go with. Yeah, and you I call was, was going to do. And,
3: yeah, you called me. Yeah. I'll never forget that. Yeah. I was a little scared too but I said nah this is, this is a good opportunity it's not like a good opportunity and you know I was a, a sort of a a risk taker at the time and started my yeah. own business I said well hey go for it buddy I wasn't willing yeah. to give you a lot of money but I said go for it I said how much are you going to cost me and you said well I got <laughs> this trailer and got my stuff in there and I got gas in the car I said okay good luck let me know how it turns out
0: Uh, Yeah. They, I mean, honestly, my parents, it wasn't for you guys. I don't think I would have been able to. I mean, I, I always had a radio job, but I didn't make a lot of money, you know, this first couple of years. And so I, I'm pretty sure you guys paid for my car insurance and you gave me a car. Um, you gave me your old Jeep when I graduated from college. And so you really, you set me up for, you know, financial success where I at least had that that ability to not make it. My first job, my first radio job, was eighteen thousand dollars. I mean, mm-hmm. that was really all I was making. Mm-hmm.
3: So, you know, you know, when I really knew you were going to make it is when I saw you in Greece in high school when you were. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we haven't talked about that. I should find some audio from that. Oh my gosh, you should! no, um, oh, and I knew I, then that this guy's going somewhere. And it, I played uh, Danny Zuko in Greece in my high school production, and that was that was probably my first like claim to fame. That was my first like. <laughs> moment of um of stardom in high school yeah, and maybe yeah. that's where it all went wrong sure. you know. Sure you did all... good. Well what do you think about this crazy radio career that I'm in? Like what are you what are your thoughts? Because you've seen I mean it's been it's been a rocky journey. Yeah. yeah. Um a lot of ups and a lot of downs.
3: Man <laughs> you've been yeah. you've been hit. You've been hit uh, yeah. three, four times this month, last month, the month before you've been hit one side and yeah. back, backside, divorce. Uh, fired man. I yeah. didn't think you'd get back up. Uh, but this, of course this with this podcast, I think it's giving you some time to let this industry settle down a little bit. Right.
0: Uh, I mean, do you want me to get back into radio? You know, I think,
3: uh, I think, I think, yes. I, I say, yes. I think, uh, you know, I think you're going to have to probably go to possibly go to another market if you want to keep going up and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, progressing your career. So, uh, We'd like to see you come home, of course, but uh <laughs> not too much in Dawsonville. I don't think you get a radio job in Dawsonville, Georgia. Yeah, but uh, I think uh for you, I think it's I think you ought to take another shot. A big one. I think you should go for the big one.
0: Why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? You got nothing. I have lost everything. Yeah, yeah, literally. Why, why not? Why? Just roll the dice. Why not? Yeah, might as well. Well, happy birthday. Any words of wisdom you have over seventy two years that you wish you would have had when you were thirty six? You just keep
3: trying, just uh, keep going. Everybody, just uh, 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 set your dreams on what you want to do, and don't give up. Do not give yeah. up. Just get back up. Do not give up.
0: I love you, and thank you for all the all the love and support. We wouldn't be doing this podcast today if it wasn't for uh, for you and for mom for being able to support me uh emotionally and monetarily for there for those years and just being there just just to keep saying because there's a lot of parents that'd be like no this is crazy you know we talked to to hula a couple of days ago and his parents wanted him to go be a doctor you know you guys <laughs> were always like you know go go follow your dreams just don't move back home <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah that was the only thing that sort of i knew uh, that things weren't as lovey-dovey as maybe it should have been is when both the boys Never came home after college. Never came home.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, We worked really hard to not be able to uh, to move back home, but I don't know. We're not done yet. I know. We're not done yet. Got plenty of room. No. Come on back. That's all right. Now you got a big old house. So, all right. Well, happy birthday. Happy. I love you. Thank you, son. Love you. You know, I don't really know if you like all this family stuff on here. It's part podcast is a challenge because it's not like I'm the American Crime Junkie podcast, and I know that every day I'm just going to give you. Pod, crime podcast. I I don't know. Like I kind of am creating this podcast as we go, day by day. Uh, I mean, it's a lot about me, but I'm trying to find some feel good stuff to throw in there, and of course, my mom to bring her in. And I don't know. Do you like my dad? This is why the survey is so important. I need you to go take please this week, and I, you might be binging this, so I'm only going to take submissions for a week. So uh, through the 24th of April, you know, I got really screwed on this. Let me explain this to you really quick. So. I'm trying to keep this thing on a shoestring budget because I'm not making any money off this podcast and I don't have a job, so I'm also not trying to spend too much money on this. So I went and I set up this survey for, on SurveyMonkey and I it's like, hey, well, if you do the free trial, you can only use 10 questions. And I'm like, that's fine. So I set the survey up and I sent it out to you guys. You guys have been doing it. We've had hundreds of people take the survey, which is so cool. The problem that I have now is that it wants me to join a higher membership level to actually see the results like hey here's 40 results if you want more you gotta pay and i'm like okay i mean no big deal was it 10 bucks 20 bucks a month it's a hundred freaking dollars it's a hundred dollars to find out all the data you guys are putting in there so please go take the survey because i'm gonna pay a lot of money to go (laughs) to go see it so i might as well have a million entries in there survey.certifiedmamasboy.com and it goes on through the 24th. Okay, so I kind of lied yesterday, and I apologize, but I'm having to shift some things around with the show schedule. I told you today I was going to tell you the story of what happened when I told you right before I got let go that I had this life-changing uh, experience that I was going to do that I, I knew would get tons of uh, tons of attention and tons of press. Um, but then uh, I, I got let go and we made a big deal out of it like, like oh my god something's brewing really big and Jess my phone screener was the only one that knew about it well i told you today was going to be the day it's not going to be the day monday cheese may i promise you unless i have some kind of tearful breakdown like i do on monday podcast sometimes that's going to be the one for that so thank you for being patient with me as we figure out the schedule okay let's get into the good news now Okay, let me give you a quick update on some good news I did the other day because I told you there was a um, – I think it was Minnesota. There was a hospital where every time that a patient got released that had COVID-19 and had healed or recovered, that they would play the Rocky theme as they left, right? Well, I got a message on Instagram from a nurse here at um, – I think it was Char, Scripps Hillcrest. And she said that every time that a cust- I mean not a customer, but a patient leaves – there they do the same thing but they do here comes the sun and i thought it was really cool so shout out to our local heroes doing that over at sharp here in san diego um okay now over to arkansas there's a restaurant called the colonial steakhouse and really struggling through the hard times like a lot of restaurants are right and so they could only keep i think a team of four and they could only do curbside pickup three days a week it's the only way they could like, make it profitable well, last week, one of the restaurant's customers decided to leave a hefty tip. It's so big, I'm talking the $1,200 stimulus check. They just came and tipped their whole check.
1: She was just sobbing and saying it's their whole stimulus.
2: $1,200.
0: Dana Gately, the owner,
2: says it was enough for every employee, even the ones not working, to get
0: $100.
2: We've been open for a very long time, nearly 50 years. So... We're stubborn and we're not giving
0: up. I hope that you will do something cool with your check if you don't need it. Obviously, you know, a lot of families need that money right now. But if you do have some extra money sitting around uh, from your stimulus check, there's so many places that need it. All these restaurants need it. A lot of businesses need it. So make sure that you, uh, you know, think wisely. Use it mindfully, I guess, would be a better way of saying it. Okay, now over to uh, Florida. And this actually was right down the street from Panama City. You know, we talked about the That Guy Kramer show started in this little panhandle city over in over in Florida. Uh, It's the Poplar Springs School. The principal over there was like so sad because her students, her senior students are now forced to spend the rest of their high school year in quarantine or in self-isolation, right? So she was trying to like, I want to do something cool. I want to do something cool. So what she did was she contacted the school's senior photo photographer and said that um, we want to do these blown up pictures of them and what she did was she placed them on the side of the road driving into the school it's like 30 kids which is not even a ton it's a small school but so now they all get that that love everybody driving by by can see it i
1: called him up and i said what could you do for our kids i really envision in my mind their senior portraits lying down the driveway to the school we've had people who don't even
2: have students here georgia alabama mississippi who've driven over just to drive through um, and see and honor our students and while they may be missing out on their final days as seniors, the students say seeing their portraits on display is getting them through with the rough times.
0: I pass by this, my school, every day I go to work. And every time I look out there, I just get to see the banners and everything else and see our faces actually out there on the drive. So it definitely is something that gives you comfort. Both those videos, by the way, if you want to go see them over in the show notes right now. And we'll get to make me laugh. I end the show every day with something that made me laugh. And hopefully it makes you laugh too. Um... This is uh, probably not going to be funny to some of you guys. It's probably only funny to me and everyone else that doesn't have kids. So there is a dad that's just trying to work from home, like I'm sure a lot of you are. But he's now starting this web series called Trying to Work from Home with Kids. And it, this may sound like your household. What
2: kind of work ate at? Huh?
0: Um,
2: what, are, what kind of work, work at? Um, um. What kind of... Um. What kind
1: of work name
2: are you working on? Dad, do you like my stick? Hmm. Do you like my stick, Daddy? You? Yeah. Girls. <laughs> Girls. I'm gonna have to put you out of my office. I didn't even do anything. Oh, come on, Come on, go.
0: I'm thinking about starting a segment called Mom Fessions, where you guys really break it down, like what's going on right now, because I can only imagine I've got, you know, some friends with kids and they're just kind of slowly going crazy. So if you are to like, don't, don't feel bad. All right. That's it for today. Tomorrow's going to be an interesting show because I know that we've talked a lot about my haunted house and I'm not quite sure what to do with it. And somebody sent me a message I thought was really creative, which was, why don't you um, try to record when it happens. I told you I usually hear this bang between two and three a.m. every single day. Um, and so I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave my podcast mic recording tonight before I go to bed, and tomorrow we can listen back on the show to see if we hear that banging noise to kind of show you what it sounds like. Um, I, it should be easy because I can just go through like when I edit, I actually like see like a visual waveform this is probably way too complex but i can like see if there's like like a a bump think of like a um what's it like a heart it's like that so i can kind of see that if there's a noise that happens in the night i should be able to like isolate and go right to it so uh that will be on tomorrow's podcast all right i love you thank you so much for listening Take the survey. It's in the show notes or at survey.certifiedmamasboy.com. It's really, really, really important. I will see you tomorrow. I love you. Goodbye.
2: Hey, Kramer. It's Vanessa calling from Phoenix. I just wanted to let you know that you guys are great. Uh, Today's episode with your reunion friends was amazing. So, 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 so funny. I hope you do that more often because you could just hear how happy you are when you're talking to your friends. And I think that's the best thing ever. So keep up the great work. I hope to hear more funny bits from your show back in the day. Love you. Bye. Hi, Kramer. This is Gabby from Santiago. Um, I'm just calling you to say, like, keep the good work. I love all the episodes. I listen on a daily basis. I just listened to episode 23 with your ex host which I thought was hilarious. And, um, I just wanted to go out and let you know that I love it. I love it. And I love the kitchen. You know, the more gossip the better. And, um, yeah, I love it. I just wanted to let you know. Great. Right?
1: Thanks. Bye. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.